Hello again, my brothers and sisters. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. When we make a best friend, how much time would you say you spend with them a week? An hour? A dozen hours? You probably spend a lot of your time getting to know them while you do whatever it is that you enjoy to do together. What they like to wear, to do, to listen to, to eat. How loyal are you to your friend? Most would say they are very loyal, and that you know that if you mess up and you wrong them, that they will most likely forgive you and accept you back. Now take a moment to think about where you came from. No, not your mother. Who created you? Who picked out your personality, your features, your bizarre desire to eat dill pickle chips with chocolate ice cream? God did that. How do I know? He told me. The prophet Jeremiah speaks the word to us in chapter 1. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. And King David, the psalmist who penned Psalm 139, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Not only did God create you, He took your punishment for you when you messed up, when you broke the law and sinned against the King of the universe. He paid your way into eternal life, and then He sent His Spirit to you to give you the faith you need in Jesus. Yep, He has done it all for you. If that isn't love, I don't know what is. Going to church won't get you into heaven. Going to a Bible study, or even reading your Bible every day, won't get you there either. Only through Christ alone, by faith alone, and by grace alone are we saved. But why wouldn't you spend as much time as possible getting to know who God is after considering all He has done for us? I challenge you to learn it all. Before we get into the meat of our podcast for the day, I'd like to take a moment to ask you to please consider following us on Apple Podcasts or subscribing on Google Podcasts. While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, if you could leave a review, the weird algorithms will bump up the show's popularity, which means God's Word has a chance to reach more people. This podcast is published four times weekly. Three times during the week, you'll listen to a short devotional like you're about to. And on Sundays, we replay the Sunday sermon from our church. We're currently going through our daily prayer series on the Gospels and the Book of Acts. Each day, we will take a quick but thoughtful dive into a verse or two from one of these five potent accounts of the earthly ministry of Jesus and the early church. So grab a pop and let us ponder the word of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. A discussion between the rich man and Abraham occurs in the account of the rich man and Lazarus. Of that, Luke 16 records Jesus telling, The rich man said, I beg you, Father, that you send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers, in order that he may warn them, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. But he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. This is my text. In the name of Jesus, Amen. 
Lazarus is silent throughout the account. There are no words from his mouth in the entire telling. He need say nothing. It is all recorded by those whom God sent to proclaim the truth that Christ is Savior and Lord. Abraham refers the rich man to the word of God, which proclaims Christ and him crucified and risen, that all who believe in him have eternal life and no one shall pluck them out of God the Father's hand. But the rich man doesn't think that word is big enough or good enough. Something bigger is needed, that's it. Something really big that will convince his brothers and perhaps convince everybody else. That was what was needed. That's the thing that has to happen. But what would that be? Big attendances in church? More Pharisees? Perhaps electing better leaders to government? Or how about coming up with a cure for all forms of cancer? Hey, that's big. But, well, think even bigger. Why not someone coming back from the dead? Say, now that ought to convince everyone. Except that would probably scare the willies out of people. And besides, there were others who were raised from the dead... Like Jairus' daughter, he was a ruler of a synagogue, or the widow at Nain's son, or Lazarus of Bethany. Well, whatever the impression, it hadn't made much difference up till then with the rich man's brothers. But there was a resurrection much greater. It was the resurrection of Jesus. He was crucified, died, and was buried, and on the third day he rose again from the dead, raised from the dead by the glory of God the Father, and that so that we might walk in newness of life. Now that is really something. How about that? And after 2,000 years of proclaiming Christ crucified and risen from the dead from Scripture, which is why the Scripture was written in the first place, that people may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and by believing you may have life in his name, the answer is still the same. One already came from the dead. His name is Jesus. Faith in him comes by listening to the word of God, or in the words of Abraham, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets... They will not be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. Let us pray. Lord, open thou my heart to hear, and through thy word to me draw near. Let me thy word, ere pure, retain. Let me thy child and heir remain. In the name of Jesus, amen. That's all there is for today, but we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's Word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday through Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. We also cordially invite you to join us for church every week at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. If you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website at www. St. Mark's Bemidji.org.